Welcome to a brand new episode of the Jam Pack Report today for July the 30th of 2020. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams and this is a daily gaming news podcast meant to bring you the hottest news you need to know from around the industry five days a week, Monday through Friday on YouTube and podcast services around the world. So if you enjoy the show and you like what you see, hit that subscribe button and keep coming back for more. However, as much as I love talking about and sharing information on the newest games coming out and those to come in the future, I still love the history of video games. Never forget your roots, which is exactly what we are going to be getting this September with the PlayStation Revolution. That's right, the official documentary for the PlayStation brand is going to be launching in just a few weeks. The PlayStation Revolution is a documentary movie featuring Hideo Kojima, Mark Cerny, Fumito Ueda, and other well-known developers who have delivered many PlayStation games over the past few decades. As a new episode for From Bedrooms to Billions documentary series, the PlayStation Revolution goes over the ups and downs of Sony's gaming division since the year it was founded in 1994. The PlayStation Revolution was announced four years ago as a Kickstarter project by Caulfield Brothers, the directors behind the upcoming documentary, who previously premiered From Bedrooms to Billions and its sequel, From Bedrooms to Billions, The Amiga Years. Both projects collected their budget through the Kickstarter campaigns. According to Anthony Caulfield, the co-director behind the PlayStation Revolution, the documentary is supposed to show how Sony managed to start a revolution in the history of video games, bringing an enjoyable entertainment to everyone's home around the world. He said, quote, We used Kickstarter to fund our previous films, and we turned it to it for this film in the hope of producing a standout and memorable film that not only celebrates the Sony PlayStation console and what followed, but that delves deeply into why and how it was created and why it was a revolution for the video games industry. The directing team has interviewed Mark Cerny, Hideo Kojima, Shinji Mikami, Jim Ryan, Phil Harrison, Kazunori Yamauchi, David Jaffe, and some other veteran developers who have been part of the company during its life cycle up until now. PlayStation is a truly legendary brand in the video game industry that most of us started playing games with, of course, its products and consoles. While celebrating its 25th anniversary, PlayStation will be launching its fifth mainline console later this year with PS4, Sony, Expected, and excuse me, experienced a great generation that pleased all of its fans, that's arguable, and users over the last six years thanks to the dozens of high-quality titles that were delivered by the company's first-party developers. PlayStation 5 will be available in holiday 2020 with Spider-Man Miles Morales, Deathloop, and Godfall as some of the notable launch titles that will be released alongside the new console. And more news about the PS5, its price tag, and its upcoming games are going to be revealed in the coming months. So I love video game history, and I love the PlayStation brand, uh, and I love PlayStation consoles. I grew up playing PlayStation, and it will always hold a spot in my heart. Uh, and as somebody who loves the idea of digging deeper into how this industry came to be, this documentary is something that is absolutely right up my alley. Uh, and I thought that it was significant because it shines a light on how PlayStation became the entertainment goliath uh, that it is today. Because obviously the video game industry as we know it in 2020 would not look the way that it does without PlayStation, but I would go so far as to say that without PlayStation, the entertainment industry would be completely and totally fundamentally changed. It is a very significant entity, and that cannot be understated. 
So for those that are like myself, that love the history of video games, and that love diving into where we came from and how we got to where we are today, the PlayStation Revolution is coming out on September the 7th after a long four-year wait. And that's just a couple of months in the grand scheme of things before the PlayStation 5 releases in late 2020 because it is still on track as AMD's chips ship on time. We still don't have a release date, but Sony has said time and time again that the PlayStation 5 will launch by the end of 2020, and fortunately, production does seem to be on track. AMD, the manufacturer behind the next-gen consoles, CPU, and custom GPU, has confirmed that shipment of these components has begun. During AMD's latest earnings call, CEO Lisa Su stated that all of the company's previously promised products are still on track to release in 2020. In other words, the manufacturer has not been hit too badly by the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, and it's been able to stick to its schedule. Good news for Sony, then, as it no doubt looks to lock PS5 pre-orders in at some point in the near future and get the ball rolling. So this is really not a news story, but we continue talking about it because everybody, including myself, is a bit on pins and needles. Will we actually see a PlayStation 5 this year? Will the Xbox Series X come out this year? Because you see a lot of things getting delayed. Movies are getting pushed back. Games have been clearly impacted uh, across the board. Are we actually going to be getting a new gaming console? And so it seems that after more reassurance from AMD, uh, the console is still on track on Sony's side, and Microsoft has not said anything to make us believe that the Xbox Series X would be experiencing anything different. However, one of my uh, favorite little entities in the gaming space has made a pretty big announcement today. People Can Fly is developing a new action-adventure title for the next generation PC and streaming platforms. Independent game developer People Can Fly today announced the development of a new AAA original title planned for release on PC, next-gen consoles, and streaming platforms. The new project will be led by the studio's New York location. The studio is known for developing the Bulletstorm titles and was co-developer on several games in the Gears of War series. The studio also developed the Painkiller games and co-developed Fortnite Save the World with Epic Games. Led by studio head David Gridgens, ooh, that's a strange name, I like that one, uh, and creative director Roland Lesterlin, People Can Fly New York will work alongside its sister studios in Warsaw, Rezal, and Newcastle to build this highly ambitious, groundbreaking action-adventure title. To match the scale of the new project, People Can Fly will grow its New York studio over the next 12 to 18 months and additionally open a new startup studio in Montreal. The company has over 250 staffers currently and are looking to hire more. Quote, there is electricity in the air at People Can Fly, said Sebastian, what the hell is that last name? Wachikowski, CEO at People Can Fly. I am so sorry. Oh my goodness. Uh, last year, we announced the opening of our New York studio and revealed Outriders for the first time. Today, we have surpassed 250 staff and are excited to announce the next chapter in the development of our company. Our intention from the beginning has been to expand People Can Fly into a multi-project studio and continue to build a global presence for our brand. We are marking this unique moment with the presentation of PCF's refreshed visual identity. With the launch of the next generation consoles later this year, we are incredibly excited about the future of People Can Fly and the games industry as a whole. It is rare to ever get the chance to work on an original AAA game in today's world, never mind being part of the origination process, said Roland Lesterlin, creative director at People Can Fly New York. We are looking for brilliant and curious people to help us shape the vision of this incredible new world we are building. Outriders, currently in development with the studio, is set in a sci-fi world and is a third-person shooter featuring a progression system and itemization options to create a variety of class builds. 
It is slated for a holiday release on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. I love People Can Fly. Back in the PlayStation 3 generation, People Can Fly put out Bulletstorm, and it changed the way that I thought about first-person shooters because it was no longer linear. It was no longer very set in stone. Bulletstorm was one of the first games that I genuinely felt had limitless replayability. It was so much fun for me, and I know that I'm probably the minority in that, uh, but it did get enough fandom to warrant a remake coming out on the PS4 and the Xbox One, uh, so I guess that means something. Uh, but overall, People Can Fly, incredibly talented group of people that I am very excited to watch grow over the next few years. So when can we expect this new title? Probably not for a while. Uh, if you're growing the studio, ooh, my cat's going behind the camera. Ooh, that's exciting. That's fun. I love it whenever she knocks the camera over in the middle of my podcast. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, if the studio is going to be growing over the next 12 to 18 months, uh, it is highly likely that the game itself won't even be in hardcore development until after that period of time passes. So I would not expect this one any sooner than 2023 uh, seems to be a pretty reasonable expectation. I could be surprised, though. You never know. But there is something that is going to be coming hypothetically sooner. Splinter Cell, the Netflix animated series, is in the works with John Wick's creator. Now, there is some mixed messaging here. I have seen that it is going to be uh, not animated. I have seen other reports that it is animated. So we'll have to wait and see what this article says. Uh, Ubisoft and Netflix are partnering for an animated series adapting the Splinter Cell video game franchise. Derek Kolstad, the writer behind the John Wick movies, will write and execute, produce the series. Write and, write and executive produce, excuse me, uh, the series. According to Variety, Splinter Cell has received a two-season, 16-episode order from Netflix. Splinter Cell had long been in development as a feature film set to star Tom Hardy, but the trade says the project is currently considered inactive. The stealth game franchise, which has spawned seven games as well as novels, follows Black Ops agent Sam Fisher. He has been voiced by both Michael Ironside and Eric Johnson in the games. In addition to the John Wick franchise, Derek Kolstad's credits include Marvel's The Falcon and Winter Soldier and Queeby's Die Hard. Kolstad is also scripting the feature film adaptation of the video game Just Cause. Netflix is no stranger to adapting video games. The Witcher is returning for a second season, and a new prequel series, The Witcher Blood Origin, is in the works. The streaming giant is also developing a Cyberpunk 2077 anime and a Dragon's Lair movie starring Ryan Reynolds. So who do you want to voice Sam Fisher in the Netflix animated series? Michael Ironside, Eric Johnson, or Tom Hardy? Let us know in the comments section below. They say at IGN. So first and foremost, I couldn't care less about the fact that a Splinter Cell animated film is coming out. Uh, what I do care about is the fact that fans have been clamoring for a new Splinter Cell game for a number of years now. And no, we don't get a new game, which would make total sense because it's been so long since a Splinter Cell game came out. Uh, no, we are getting an animated series on Netflix. Could it be a precursor, a, a, a precursor rather, uh, to some kind of big game project? Perhaps, but at the same time, just give me a game. I don't necessarily need the animated series, uh, but you never know. It could turn out to be a big win, but it's coming either way. At least it is at this point in July 2020. 
but the Epic Games Store is testing out achievements with mod support still brewing. The Epic Games Store has started testing out achievements, which is nice. I like it when I do something ridiculous and slay the spire and a little picture comes up acknowledging how awesome I am, and ideally just how small a percentage of people are awesome in the same way. I would like this for Epic-only games too. They have shown off some for Ark Survival Evolved, but beyond that, it's not clear which games currently have them. Here is Epic's tweet, which includes pretty much all the information we have so far. So they say, and I quote, Certain games on the Epic Games Store may begin to display achievements as you unlock them. This is an early version of the feature, and you can expect to see changes and adjustments. We have more info and share uh, to share on achievements in the future, so stay tuned. I am glad, the author says, that Epic is gradually expanding its features to match Steam's. In 99% of games, I find achievements are either of no or mere curious uh, cursory interest. Uh, I can't read today. Uh, but very occasionally, they are transformative. I would not have spent 300 hours in Spelunky if I didn't have achievements pushing me forwards encouraging me to play in different ways. I spent months practicing speedruns, chasing a 7-minute victory, and restarting if I didn't nab an early jetpack. Then I spent many more months treating every speck of gold as instant death in a game already renowned for inflicting instant death because I wanted that last Chivo. The entire concept of achievements corrodes the meaning of the word, but I can't be proud of that. And then video games mean nothing. Uh, so, of course, the Epic uh, Store continues to expand. The Epic Launcher continues to add new features. And achievements are finally on their way. It is always nice. Uh, now... There is a large discussion happening behind the scenes in the gaming industry. Are trophies and achievements valuable, or are they completely pointless? In my humble opinion, I love having achievements, especially whenever, uh, as the author says, something pops up when I'm playing something on my Xbox One, and it says you're among 1.3% of people that have unlocked this. I feel very special. I feel like I'm achieved. Uh, and then specifically in the Xbox One's case, you get a lot of rewards, uh, whether it be that feeling of achieving something or whether it be literally uh, accruing points or whatever it might be to add to your gamer score. I love that. Uh, it keeps me playing specific games and it keeps me trying to do more and more. And the same can be said for trophies and the trophy level on your PlayStation account. Now with Epic, I'm not sure exactly how extensive their platform is going to be uh, for achievements, but it seems like it's going to be in a lot of ways a mesh between Steam and the Xbox One version of how achievements are done. Uh, so you can definitely dive into, of course, Ark Survival Evolved is one that has shown off, but more games over the coming weeks. And if you do want to play a game on the Xbox One, the PS4, and the PC, well, Hyperscape is hitting those first two in just a couple of days. Uh, now, this is, of course, a report from Windows Central, so it is focusing on the Xbox One, uh, but the game is going to be coming to PS4 as well on the same day. Recently, Ubisoft has invited us to preview a new free-to-play Battle Royale first-person shooter called Hyperscape. The game features fast-paced gameplay, lots of verticality, an expansive map, and loads of interesting abilities that can dramatically impact your playstyle. Hyperscape is coming to Xbox One, PC, and PS4 on August the 1st. However, PC players are the first to experience it because the technical test will take place on the platform until August the 2nd. Ubisoft Montreal wants to make sure it is a solid foundation. According to Ubisoft, Hyperscape's first season introduces a brand new mid-range weapon, the Dragonfly, as well as a new hack magnet which can be used to trap unsuspecting contenders. Season 1 will include a total of 11 guns and 11 hacks. In addition to solo and squad crown rush, additional limited time game modes are also planned. 
There is a mystery in the hyperscape created by Prisma Dimensions that players will have to solve. Season 1 introduces memory shards that players can collect to discover more about certain characters and events, and every week a new memory shard will be hidden in the game world for players to find and collect. So I'm very confused. Uh, it looks like the Hyperscape open beta that's available on PC will end the 12th. It's launching on Xbox One and PC on the 11th. They said August the 1st here in the body. Uh, this seems to be not the best article to be reading. Come on, author, what are you doing? Hyperscape PS4 release date. Give it to me straight. All right, August the 11th, reported on by Engadget. Man, this dude. Asher Madan, come on, man! What are you doing? You're throwing off my audience. You're throwing off my mojo. I need you. I need you on your game, man. I'm just kidding. You're doing great. Uh, but if you do want to play Hyperscape, it's a game that definitely took off on Twitch because of its Twitch integration. Uh, essentially, you log into the game via Twitch if you are a streamer, and your viewers can then vote via an extension on what they want to happen in the game. So they can change elements ever so slightly uh, that change the way that you have to play the game, which increases viewership and overall, it's a cool little piece of piece of information you can mess with. Uh, but overall, Hyperscape is a cool-looking Battle Royale game, not earth-shattering by any means, uh, not going to be a Fortnite killer, but it's a fun one to dive into, and it's Ubisoft's first go at the Battle Royale space. So if you do want to dive in, the open beta is out now, I believe, uh, on PC. I know that I got into it. Uh, so if you want to play it, it's out right now on PC. Then it's going to be launching in full in just a couple of days on the Xbox One and the PS4. But that rounds out today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. If you enjoyed this one, drop me a like down below and let me know what stories caught your eye. I would love to see what you have to say and hear what you think about this brand new PlayStation documentary that is coming soon. But until next time, you guys have a fantastic rest of your night. I'll talk to you soon and peace.